Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. This is your host, Deacon. And that is there. Welcome back, guys. This is Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Keeping you on your toes, Patrick. <laughs> I know. It's like you started. It. Yeah. Hey, man. Welcome back. Uh, so today, I'm trying to have a nice, calm fucking thing here, man. I have my little thing I do in the beginning. Drinking my little fucking, you know, my little course light. And have my little fucking cigar. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. I just get into that voice too much. Dude, he's been doing it for like the last 20 minutes, man. It's funny, though, to me. I don't know why. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. Thanks so much for coming by the podcast this week. Today is episode 150. I think somewhere we're like 185 total, um, not episodes, but like releases that we put out because we were doing those doubles now. Right. And uh, next week, guys, is our three motherfucking year anniversary. I, I don't know if I'm going to do anything like we did last year because like, I had like a phone line that they could call in. And I feel weird about that. <laughs> Can anybody call? Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of people call. I said, hey, if you want to call, here's the number. You know, I put it on the podcast and a lot of people did. So it was nice. Um, but yeah, we're just going to celebrate. It's been three fucking years, guys. Like most podcasts don't live past a year. You know what I mean? Like, it's not normal. So, Patrick's here for the three-year anniversary, which he was here for the first anniversary. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, Patrick is here for the first uh, the first one, and now the third one. You're going to yeah. be... I can't remember what we did for that episode. What did we do? Are you guys happy he's back? Because I'll kick him out if it's not yeah, good. Yeah, I'll leave. <laughs> I, mean, I, got, I got stuff to do. I could be masturbating. I could... <laughs> Jesus, I wouldn't be doing much know, else. Anyways. But are we going to talk about your fucking stool cycle next? Like, oh, dude, it's a hey guys, welcome to Beyond the Void. I'm about to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, this week we're going to be talking about two movies, um, alien movies, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they're alien movies, I guess. We won't spoil the movies yet, but uh, basically, we're doing Phoenix Forgotten from 2017. And uh, Welcome to Willits, which is a 2016 movie. Yeah, so they're all pretty relatively close. I think it came out in 2017, technically. Yeah, I think it was so towards the end, yeah. We've been doing a lot of old stuff. We figured we'd try out a little bit of new, you know what I mean? Rub them together, see what happens. See what comes out See what comes out on the BTV podcast. (laughs) We're birthing new ideas and new listeners, my friends. So tune in, buckle up, and let's ride off into that motherfucking sunset because it's BTV. (laughs) (laughs) That's how the radio shows used to, like, you know, like... 
cozy up with a nice bottle of scotch and fucking cigar. Cigar fucking Wolfman Jack. Anyway. It reminds me of that Osprey. What was it? Uh, what was that Osprey album? Smash? Where he's like, get comfortable, your nice easy chair. Yeah. Shimmy down those pants and get ready to get fucked in the mouth. <laughs> by Beyond the Void. But yeah, guys, so some alien movies. Um, how's your week been? Have you been doing anything cool? You did something cool today. Uh, what did I do today? I didn't do shit. Just before we recorded this, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that was cool, actually. That was yeah. fucking cool. I can't believe I forgot that quick. I'm like a cat. <laughs> like so, a light. So I got a new VR uh, helmet, and I let Patrick try it. He got to play a game I haven't even played yet. <laughs> That so, gunslinger game, yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah, uh, I got an Oculus Rift uh, from my buddy Tryhard, who was on a few weeks ago, doing one of our episodes, the Puddin' Lips episode. <laughs> which, uh, but yeah, what did you think of it, man? Dude, it was really good. Yeah? That first game, what was it called? The this, it was like a tutorial kind of thing where you just messed around with shit. Oh yeah, just for the like robot and shit, and you're like shooting fireworks and right, stuff, yeah. and, like sticking Nintendo cartridges and shit, so yeah. it pops out of the printer. Right, dude, that was cool. Um, so did you feel like it was immersive? Were you, would you ever play a horror game like that? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> I know, it's like, it's, it makes you question it a little bit. Right. When you went up and looked, and you were at the Mos Eisley fucking cantina, and you looked at that weird fucking little creature playing his little clarinet, Yeah. what'd you think? It was pretty fucking good. Did it seem like it was like real? Yeah, it was like he was standing right there next to me. Right, like you felt a little awkward standing mm-hmm. that close, right? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, just want to grab his flute and beat the shit out of him. Now, yeah, now imagine if that thing fucking started trying to chase you down a hallway in the middle of the dark. Right, no. With a candle or whatever the no. fuck, a lighter or whatever, flashlight or fucking... It's, <laughs> it's a little disorienting because you can't see what you're doing. I'm like fucking feeling up like Deacon's walls and shit, knocking shit over. <laughs> well, I've got a smaller play space. Yeah, it's very small. Then you know like i'm trying to figure out how i can reorganize this room i might have to push this table forward just a little bit and like try to like make a little bit more real estate with it or just face this wall yeah you know what i mean take all this shit out of there so i have you know a little bit more but i'm scared i'm gonna knock and punch a monitor or some shit like that or fall over and break a desk in half because (laughs) some fucking demon comes fucking launching out at me in the dark you know what i mean i'll be like whoa yeah, I, c- I couldn't imagine playing a horror game with one of those. I would it would shit my pants. Dude, it's 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 a whole new ball game. Yeah, there it is no joke. So I wonder if like people who you know, there's a lot of people that really don't get scared of movies anymore. You know, and I always suggest, hey, why don't you play some games? Like you yeah. should try some games. I mean, generally, a lot of those horror games are a little bit more of like a spook house where things pop out at you and you don't really. Dude, imagine playing fucking Condemned with that headset. Right. I wish I could like forget ever playing Condemned and then play it on that headset. No, you don't want to play that kind of game on that. Cause Dude, it's, because uh, that that was the kind of game that like led shit like in the background. It wasn't all up in your face. There was spooky shit happening everywhere. That, that game, game is poorly optimized, uh, uh, even today. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually runs like shit on my fucking beast. Yeah, so, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Would you guys? Do you guys do horror games? Uh, do you like to get in the immersion of that kind of thing, or do you just uh, you know jerk off to porn and yeah, you know, uh, go to Pornhub? You know, snap one out. <laughs> immersion. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but Next yeah, time I'm on Pornhub, I'll put type in immersion. Like it might be up. just too much. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it. Like I know it sounds yeah. stupid, but like. 
But yeah, guys, if for those of you who watch like some of the um, content and stuff like that, uh, try hard, Jax and I for the fun bunch do. We're going to be doing some some VR stuff. Like probably, I, I always try to get them to do horror stuff. Period. Like even if it's not in VR, so I'm sure we're going to be doing a lot of that, and they're going to be watching me and like scared out of their minds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So I think it might be that time, Patrick. Oh shit. Horse shots! Okay, guys, so we watched two movies this week, Phoenix Forgotten and... Welcome to Willits. And we've, we kind of decided on doing one that was a little bit more close to home. Yeah. Which is uh, the Phoenix Lights, which is here in Phoenix, Arizona. And we pretty much, you know, we call, even though we might live in different areas, it's mostly just Phoenix anyway. Uh, we always all call it Phoenix. So, um, yeah, you're literally like a stone's throw away from where, well, Central from Phoenix a lot of different anyway. things, really. Yeah. But, but we decided we pick Phoenix Forgotten as one of the movies that we would make a drink on uh, this week. And so we thought we'd make a drink called the Phoenix Lights. Uh, and what is in a Phoenix Lights? Well, it's kind of like a tequila sunrise, which is actually a drink that they uh, people would drink out here. It's a pretty popular drink, I guess. Um, what you're going to want to do instead, we make it our own because it was the movie Phoenix Forgotten takes place in the 90s. So we thought it might be kind of cool to, to, to add some ingredients that would come from the 90s. And uh, Patrick thought of, instead of using orange juice, you would use... Some Sunny D. That's right. Go right past that purple stuff. <laughs> Get that Sunny D. So you're basically going to mix in three ounces of fucking orange juice, about an ounce of tequila, maybe two if you want to make it stronger. And then you're going to cut up limes for this because you're going to want that as well. Uh, also, you're going to put in about a half a teaspoon of grenadine into this. And uh, that is your tequila sunrise, or as we're calling it, the Phoenix Lights. If you want to get real fancy with it, you could uh, try to pour in some chlorine or some uh, bleach (laughs) for all those kids out there looking for something to spice up their night. (laughs) Maybe break a Tide Pod over that song, bitch. Yeah, get some Tide Pods out, whatever you need. Let's make it a party. (laughs) Anyway, no, but uh, yeah. So and it should taste pretty damn good. Some people actually put sugar in it. I don't think it's necessary. It's so fucking sweet anyway. Personally, if it was me, I'd be using two shots of fucking tequila and then pouring shots for whoever you want. You're gonna mix it. It's a chilled shot. You can actually even use ice if you really want, but I would really just chill it, pour it in a shot glass, shoot it, and uh get forgotten. Yeah. And I strongly suggest you guys drink this when if you guys are in Vegas and you're heavy drinkers like me when I am in Vegas. Yeah, you like that? You get that? I always drink Bloody Marys in Vegas. Yeah, that's a good morning drink too. Mm-hmm. If you're coming out of a hangover, get a Bloody Mary. Right. Get a little celery in you. Dude, you start feeling good after a while. You're oh, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a meal and a drink. Yeah. You get that <laughs> oxygen that's pumped into there, you know. It's... You get some of that you get that celery in there. It's you good some, for oh, you. Yeah, get it's some a olive. healthy drink. But yeah. If you guys would love to try the Phoenix Lights, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section. Now, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of... Welcome to Willits. And, of course, Phoenix Forgotten. We're going to go ahead and do that right now.
All right, guys. So we're gonna kick it off with Patrick's first. He did the work on this one. So we're gonna be talking about Welcome to Willits. All right, Willits. Willits. Is that a real town, by the way? I, I... Yeah, yeah. It's a real place in California. Okay. Is that where they? I don't remember in the movie if that's what they were talking about. But anyway, yeah, they were talking about the Emerald Triangle, which I haven't done a lot of research on, but I, I think I'm going to after this podcast. So all you California folks out there, why don't you uh, sit down good and tight and tell us all about it in the comment <laughs> section down below. <laughs> Uh, well, this wonderful movie was directed by uh, Trevor Ryan, and uh, he hasn't done much else. He did a short, which was called Welcome to Willits After Night. Yeah, it's probably like part of the DVD or something. Right. I thought that, too, when I looked it up. And, and that that was it. And uh, this must be his brother, Tim Ryan. Or cousin or something. Or cousin. Cousin loving. Hell yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's always yeah. sweeter when it's in the same bloodline. <laughs> Don't start fucking talking like that, Patrick. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to stop. We're going to be talking like this through the whole damn podcast. You see? Yeah. So he didn't really do much either. You know no, what I'm saying? No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, Tim Ryan, uh, he hasn't done much either. He did write for the uh, Welcome to Willits After Dark. Okay. And uh, that was pretty much it okay and as far as uh the people who are starring in this damn film here i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm staring at him <laughs> we got bill sage here who uh played uh brock okay who's also known for his uh role in american psycho yeah that's what everybody says and i'm like i don't remember him either did i was like you think i would because he has a pretty memorable face yeah i mean i definitely he does feel familiar when i saw yeah. him i was like okay but anyway uh he was also in fender bander uh, the Orange is the New Black. Okay. And uh, we also have, what's this, her old name here? Colleen Woodell as Cassie, also known for uh, her role in Bye Bye Man. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. And she also did like a couple of shows like CSI and uh, I can't remember the other ones, but a couple other you know TV shows like CSI. Uh, we also have yeah. Anastasia Baranova yeah. Yeah. as Courtney, also known for a role as Addie. In Z Nation. Okay. You've, you've seen Z Nation. Yeah, right? but I, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, it was a little too... There's people that are big fans, and they always get mad at me because I'm not, like, thrilled about it. Yeah. Oh, I, you really need to just watch after five seasons. Like, <laughs> after five seasons, it gets better. Like, <laughs> no, I don't no. want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not time for that shit. If it takes that long to get the ball rolling, it's not <laughs> worth my time. I'm, I may need to watch it, but... Uh, she also did uh, a lot of uh, voiceover works for video games, like... Uh, Okay. Metro Exodus. Oh, okay. And uh, Evolve. Yeah, well, she if she's got... Sounds like she's got a Russian name, and that game is a Russian game, so... Yeah, so she probably had her foot in the door on that one. Yeah. Uh, we also have Chris Zilka as Jeremiah, also known for uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Mmm. And Shark Knight 3D and Piranha 3D. Okay. And another lessly known actor, but he does look a lot like his brother, was Rory Culkin. Yes, of course. Who played Possum. He's not a lesser known. He's been in some stuff. Has he? Yeah, he, I think he was in uh, Lords of Chaos. It's a new horror movie came out. It's kind of like a biography drama horror. Okay. So it's about these metalhead kids that paint their faces up like black metal. Anyway. And uh, he was in Signs, uh, Scream 4. Right. And Castle Rock. Okay. And that's pretty much only notable stars, and their other ones are just kind of whatever and there was a small cameo by mr dolph lundgren yeah it was just like it wasn't like he was like a big part of the movie no it wasn't he just had his moments but i think those were probably some of the funniest right like yeah but uh 
What'd you think about this movie? Oh boy. Well, Pile you, it on, my friend. I, I was like, you know, when I first heard about this movie a long time ago, I was kind of hesitant to watch it anyway. Like, yeah. I wanted to, like, it was on the list, because, you know, we go through all these different movies, and I just, I don't know, something about it just kind of, like, made me not want to watch it. But you suggested that you wanted to watch it. I didn't want to say no to you, because I know you would get mad at me. And then, <laughs> I wish you would have said no to me. Because... I tried, but I didn't want to be that guy, man. I was like, well, we got to let him learn. We got to let him learn. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Oh, and I learned. I should I should watch a movie longer than five minutes for suggesting something. The trailer is a little bit more promising than than I think. Yeah. the The actual movie is it's it's a it's an odd movie that for me kind of had a lot of really weird tonal issues um, with it. Like I, I just kind of got like mixed feelings with it, and then like how it wraps itself up at the end really wasn't as. I don't know what I expected or what I was hoping for, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was like a limp hand job or something. But I couldn't pin it down. That whole tonal thing just kept fucking with me the whole time. Um, It would be kind of like funny at times like kind of right nothing like outrageous laughter but just like kind of like situational dry pan dead humor sort Mm. of funny i guess some of it was kind of over the top too uh it did have some dark humor but other times really just off humor and some of the and some sort of like serious side to it too which was even more confusing like okay like what is happening are you a comedy (laughs) are you not i don't know which i think it makes it lose its effect on my view perhaps and maybe others as well it's not a bad terrible watch by any means though i enjoyed watching it more than i was actually expecting going in i was like fuck i don't want to watch this you know what i mean i just have a feeling but the the trailer if you have if you haven't seen the trailer you should check out the trailer kind of make it look like a guy that was making up aliens in his head you know, like that's how it makes it seem. But they show some pretty cool graphic gore and practical effects and stuff. Um, I won't tell you whether or not that's true until the spoiler section. But in a way, part of what I don't like is that the specific that specific situation right there. That's what bothers me. Maybe the delivery was off. I don't know. It just seemed weird. There were some parts I did enjoy, though, specifically the attempt, like I mentioned, with the practical effects. That was a welcome surprise. I I pretty much think that carries the movie, in my opinion, which, funny thing we have to talk about uh, when you get to see uh, and talk about this next, because we mentioned where we watched it, and Patrick might have watched the cut version somehow. It was definitely, yeah. (laughs) We'll get to it. But Bill Sage, who uh, plays the questionable, crazy, or spot-on alien finder, is decent in his role. I wasn't, like, overly impressed. Like, I think he did a good job. Uh, Better than average. Right. Personally, I felt like Sabina Gadecki, his girlfriend in the movie, the, like, methy girl. Oh, the girl that paid Peggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. She stole the show for me. Like, I thought she was great. Like, she was so believable, man. Like, I've met people that are like that. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're, like, looking for your shit. Yeah, like, like, back in my... Yeah, exactly. That's exactly... It's like, you can never keep them out of your sight. Mm Mm-hmm. Because either something will go missing, or... You just you don't even know what to take. They're just like they're 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 spinning tails in their head about what they're going to do while you're talking to them. They're just all over the place. But I thought she was really good, real funny, genuine to me. Some decent moments that cross between comedy and real, you know. Seems like she could play either part. The acting is passable with this movie too, so it's not, you know, it's not tough sit. This movie kind of has ideas that I don't mind. 
but it never carries me to the finish line. Though the movie does answer the question that we're talking about, whether or not these aliens are real. So there's that. You don't have to worry about it being some unanswered question or anything like that. But whether it leans the way you want or not might depend on whether or not you like the movie. And for me, it just sort of fell a little flat for my expectations. So had it been just a thriller, I might have actually liked it more. Mm. Had it just been a comedy, I might have too. Yeah. But it didn't pick a side and it because of that it's not it's not wrong that a movie actually does cross those boundaries and kind of mix it up i've seen films like that that do it well but it's not easy and this movie just didn't pull it off but it's slightly above average for me i think maybe a 5.5 i'd give it you know i would give it more had it actually picked a side thriller or comedy but the comedy wasn't even all that great it was just kind of laugh like kind of like <laughs> moments you know a yeah. lot of them but there is some cool acting in there i thought was pretty decent didn't feel right but it's not a bad film it's just all right with a bit of disappointment for the overall turnout so what about you um, i'm pretty much on the same page as you i mean i really wish they would have picked a side either be campy and be or fucking do something serious right i felt like it needed to be more over the top yeah oh for sure and like Alex was saying that the version that I had watched must have been a cut version because there was no gore. Like, so when he started mentioning gore, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, any like there gore is, I mean, but I don't, they had, they I mentioned a, a moment in the movie where he doesn't remember seeing it. So I was like, wait, what? That was kind of cool. That was like one of the gory parts. They do cut away in other moments. Maybe you just weren't looking at the screen at that moment. Oh, it weren't that scary. But uh, you said that he shot somebody and they didn't show. No, they just went to the next scene. Huh. Okay. Yeah, then you might have watched a cut version, man, but... Yeah. And, uh... So you I, think that might have affected your, I like... think that might have affected my overall opinion about this movie. But, it, I mean, there is some bright moments in the movie that are that I liked. I really like how the movie opens. Okay. Uh, I thought that was interesting, and a lot of the... What would you call that? Stock footage that they used? Sure. Okay. Was very cool. <laughs> like, yeah. It's definitely really cool. The acting was a, uh, it was good. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it, it was on that line. Yeah, that's why I say passable because it's, it, it, yeah, it's enough for me to take interest in the movie where it's not, you know, like if it was intended to be a so bad it's good film, that's another story. You know? And I almost wish it was like that. Like right. you were saying, like do one or the other, but don't try to do both. Right, and do them half ass. Would you think of Rory's character in the in this story? Oh, the <laughs> well, you don't have to explain who he is, but what do you think of his character? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, you thought he was okay. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possum. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We won't go into details about him, but you know. Yeah, the whole time you're looking at him, you're like, "Is that Macaulay Culkin?" What do you think about the dynamic between um, the the lead actresses, the the crazy guy and his girlfriend? Like, oh, it dude. seemed like they focused on that a lot. They did, they did, and they they pulled it off quite well. Mm -hmm. It was it was definitely pretty good. Okay. Uh, uh, would I suggest for anybody to watch this? Yeah, if you're bored, give it a watch. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I, I wish I would have known that before I watched it. Not yeah. where I watched it. I won't mention where I watched it, but. <laughs> yeah, it was like available right there. Yeah. You yeah. should just play it again anyway. Like, just to, like give them their play. Like, oh. You know what I mean? Like in the background when you go to bed, just play it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, it's on Netflix. It's also, you said it was on Prime as well, right? Uh, you can rent it. But everywhere else is like rent. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, it's uh, up on the service. So whatever you pay for that, you know. And I would agree with Alex. It is about a 5.5, maybe. You think? Maybe just okay. five. 
Like you, you could watch it again if somebody else was watching it. It wouldn't yeah. be like terrible, but you'd be like, oh, it's no Night Killer. Yeah. <laughs> so you like this better than Night Killer? Actually, you know, I do got to watch Night Killer again. Yeah, I hope you do. Because like the the this, I think like I said, I was in a negative mindset. But the scenes that you said were funny. I was like, you know what? I think I got to watch that again and maybe get myself a good look vibe. at a different different. Yeah. Well, when I pick these movies, these old ones, I generally go for like I'm looking for a specific brood. Yeah, specific type of cheese. Right. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> kind of up in the air if it's going to land it or not. But it's yeah. usually I'm like, oh, okay, I get got it. molested yeah. in a little boy's room. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so, do you have any trivia? Like, we're gonna get in the spoiler section for this now, guys. So we'll probably spend more time, like, kind of like breaking some of the movie down. Just Actually, parts. I couldn't find much trivia in this, but right. besides it being a, a short story at first, which was "Welcome to Willits After Dark." Right. Okay. But that that was pretty much it. Okay. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna jump into the spoiler section. And uh, kind of break down a few scenes. I have a few things that I wrote down. Surprisingly, I had a lot of scenes in this movie that I, you know, wrote down. <laughs> Which I, you know, because I was just thinking it was stupid or funny or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Um, did you have any that you wanted to kick? Or, well, it's my turn, actually. It is your turn. Yeah. Because um, when we do, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but, like, we have a thing where if Patrick does the work, I get to tell my thoughts about it. Right. And then he does the trivia. And then when we go to scenes, it's my turn to go first for the scenes. And then when I do the work on a movie, it's the same thing for him. Right. And that's what I thought you were trying to fuck me when we did the fucking Slaughterhouse one. I was like, oh, so you want to you want to blow your load on everybody first. No, yeah, I but just. But then you were like, oh, actually, I didn't really even care for that movie. So I was like, mm. yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, really? You should have let me blow my load. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing I noticed right out the bat is the fake weed in this movie. Oh, dude. So fake. it was so bad. Like it looked like plastic. I've seen worse. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they could have sprayed it with some sort of fake moss or something like that. To, yeah. To Give it a better... A little bit of hairy look on it or something. Yeah, like something, but it looked really bad. Just minor gripe, you know? I didn't really care. It didn't matter that much. It's not like this is a pot movie or something it's like not, that. It's not as bad as when people, like, you know, hit weed in movies and then don't blow shit out. Right, know? yeah. <laughs> like, that shit bothers me. Well, they kind of did that in this movie, too, because they were all smoking meth. And, by the way, meth's a hell of a drug, huh? It's a hell of a drug, for sure. Damn, Wow. There was that part where, what's his name? The main guy in the movie? Brock. Brock, yeah. He, said, he says, meth is the alien's gateway into the mind. <laughs> and in fact, he, he kind of made a batch of, of meth improvising with a new ingredient that the new agent, basically he added, is making him see aliens everywhere in their natural light instead of everybody else. But really, he's just fucked up in the head and, like, killing off innocent people and, like, losing his mind. But I just thought that was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, some drug-headed thoughts for sure, you know? <laughs> like, crazy shit. But which, by the way, his girlfriend doing the methy thing is just so... So good. That it? was really yeah. good, man. She must have had some experience with that. You know no, she might have, like, actually done some real, like research you know she like hung out with some or knew again. somebody you know what right. i mean but it was like maybe she just watched some old movies like crank or not crank what was the fucking spun spun yeah oh. which is a little overdone but it's similar yeah i cannot watch that movie yeah i watched it once and i'll never watch it again i think i watched it here recently i think it got it on dvd dude that the scene where that girl's like 
locked in that room with that fucking CD. Dude, that's the funniest skipping. fucking thing, dude. Oh. It's fucked up, but like it just the fact that when he shuts the door, it starts skipping on repeat over and over again. Yeah, it's like so bad. <laughs> But yeah, I mean this this is a little bit different kind of methy, but you know, there's murder in this one as well, so yeah. I don't know. Um did you have any thoughts that you were thinking of like early on, like scenes wise? Scene wise? Well, like I said, the, ugh, dude, the opening, the opening is like it sets it up and it like What about the opening though? Just the way that it like the the old school TV and it's scrolling through like American drug use and shit. Right. And well, they just... got that guy who's with Tom, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Right. Yeah, doing that fake cop show where and he's then, like a and bad just the cop. the stock footage they use and shit about UFOs and the, the fucking cartoons they were showing. It just seemed like they were setting up for like an epic movie. Right. And it just like and that's why I was like, we got to watch this movie, Alex. This looks really good. Yeah. And I saw like and one of, that was one of the things I saw on the cover was Dolph Lundgren. And I was like, dude, this has got to be one of those fucking you know b campy funny movies and it just didn't deliver um, i should have watched more than five minutes of it you might like the other one that he did about demons and shit called don't kill it okay it's not bad it's better than this i think another little gripe i had with this one though why is the bad boy of the group dressed like a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah, he really is <laughs> he really is what the fuck is uh, he wearing dude, i don't know he, and, and when, what even bothered me the most is he's acting like this pompous little prick right dude, it looked like he came from the 90s and, and he's wearing like an off green hat like beanie red vest yellow shirt he like came from and a it's, blank one eighty two concert. And the or yellow something. is not even the same. It was like bugging me. I know <laughs> I know that's you match your colors. I know. I'm not like some fucking like, you know, like person that like cares about that kind of shit normally, but I don't know. Like something like I almost feel like it was a nod to Seth Green's character. Oh, from Can't, Can't Hardly, Hardly Wait. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Because of how he acted in the very beginning. You I was like some of those fucking goggles. <laughs> right, yeah. Like I either 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 case, his head or the uh, alien's head gets popped right there when he gets shot, when he's like rummaging through that shit. So it kind of made me feel better a little bit that I he didn't got find picked the off. Hot springs, but I found the pot springs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like literally, you're just going to just pack your bag full of that shit. Like, I would have. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'd be nervous if I saw that. I wouldn't have spent as much time as he did in that. The way people field. protect their fucking farms like right. that, yeah, I'd be, I'd like, be clip, like, clip, clip, out. Yeah, I wouldn't have been as greedy as that motherfucker, but then it wouldn't be a story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that guy got under my skin right off the bat. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, because like, the guy's all talking about it. He's like, yeah, man, I'm like the sickness. Yeah, I'm like the sickness. Doesn't he say think, something like that? I think it was like the slick. The slickness, slickness that's yeah. right, yeah. And then and then that uh, uh, Rory Culkin is like, I'm going to go find uh, Mr. Slickness. And uh, he pulls out a fucking possum out of his bag. <laughs> like, what? That fucking thing was in there the whole time? Like, that's the kind of humor that I'm talking about. Like, right. is this a comedy? And like, he, why would you do that? Like, and they didn't, he blew my mind. You clearly did, director, writer, whoever. You blew my mind. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if this fits. Like, I don't know what's elaborate. going on. <laughs> like, elaborate on that shit. I think he just wanted someone to go, why is he pulling a possum out? Like, right. literally, in his mind, he was whoever wrote it was thinking that. Dude, this or it just movie, didn't deliver right. This whole movie felt like someone just pushing you from the back, just pushing you out the door. It's like, let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. 
I also thought it was kind of funny when Brock was like putting on tinfoil hats and stuff. <laughs> like, that was kind of, yeah, like that was kind of cool. Like when he's like losing it and his fucking niece is like there, like she's like, he's her uncle and he like thinks she's an alien. So he like cracks her on the head and then like ties her up. she was using her cell phone. That's what it was. And she was just calling her friend. You're in cahoots. Yeah. He's like, that got to you too. God damn it. They got to you too. Maybe we can use some tin foil. And she's like, I think it looks nice. <laughs> the fucking chick. Oh, man. Uh, that was kind of funny. I don't, know, I don't know. I thought it was funny. And then the guy who pulled the possum out, Corey, uh, Rory Calkins' character, is also called Possum, who carries around a possum, apparently. Did you say Cockum? A possum. Hmm? Did you say Rory Cockum? Culkin. Culkin. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was hearing shit. I oh, I don't know. Maybe I said it wrong. But it just, he steps in a bear trap and then Brock, the crazy main guy, just like chops off, <laughs> chops on his head. Uh, uh, he chops it open and takes it home. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to take a little off the tap. <laughs> <laughs> and they're thinking it's an alien hand. She's like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and really, she's just going along with it. Because he's lost his mind. You find that out later. Did you notice that? Yeah, because she was trying to call the cops. Right. She was like really freaked out and scared by him. And, and <laughs> I would be too, dude. Well, that it was kind of funny there though that when they're like arguing, remember? And like they're chopping off his arm. They're like cutting his arm. Yeah. They drag his headless corpse back inside, and they're like trying to saw on his. See, arm. I thought I didn't notice that at first until she started calling at the end because because she seemed kind of cool with it when she was like putting down the plastic. Right, that's what and, I'm like, saying. She was like, "See what I did, honey." She said, I could have been a teacher. I could have been a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Honey, you could have been a kindergarten teacher," and she's like, "Oh my god, I was just dying that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid what'd you think about the scene the sex scene the one scene (laughs) that was pretty funny (laughs) yeah that was a you picked the wrong place to start a family yeah what the fuck dude so like they're like brock and peggy show up while these two kids who because essentially what happened was is that these kids went to go camping in this area and they kind of live nearby but they're like going up to go camping yeah they were looking for these hot springs yeah that's right yeah which i don't i forgot because they don't really talk about it that much yeah but it's funny when they get to the end they're like he's you remember you mentioned the the hot springs right the yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. Right there. i do and i totally spaced on that <laughs> well it's been a couple it's been like five days since i watched this right but yeah like the, the the couple are fucking like the the one chick and the guy who has been hanging out with possum or whatever and like smoking weed and shit and like She's on top of him, and then you see Brock show up, and he's like, look at it, it's disgusting. Like, look at him, they ain't making babies here, you know? <laughs> yeah. But the whole fucking, you picked the wrong place to start a family. <laughs> you imagine them little bastards running around? We could have had a family out here. <laughs> fucking aliens and shit, like what? Um, the guy has, was stupid anyways, because they're fucking in this guy's pot fucking farm field right in the field and like then he right starts there. howling it's like dude you are asking for it that ain't no wolf that ain't no that ain't no coyote that ain't no coyote no yeah he plays like a scary kind of um methy guy pretty good mm-hmm. but some of his acting was a little too i don't know like again it's weird it was like a mix between serious and funny yeah it was 
It wasn't like you said. I need to pick a side. If you're gonna be serious, be serious. Like I feel like movie. if if they would have taken this like ultra seriously in a way, uh, it would probably been a pretty good thriller. Yeah, you know, like with but but you know you they did practical effects, so obviously they wanted it to have a funny tone. But I thought the lighting, if they yeah, if they would have toned down the lighting a little bit and made it a little bit more dingier, darker, right? It, it would have felt more creepy. I just. Do you remember when Peggy falls down on that shard of glass? <laughs> yeah, that was like the only gore that I saw in my version. And then I was he like, that was good. Fucking stomps her head. Yeah. Did see the part? Did they show like that? Like any gruesome part? I don't think they the, showed it up close. No, because you see her bite the fucking thing up close. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? And she just did it. He didn't. She didn't. He didn't say to do that. She just did it instinctually. Instinctually. Yeah, like she just did it. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. She's like, I know what happened. She just didn't want to live because she knew that he was going to torture her. And she was just like, just do it. You Mm -hmm. know, she was like, here, I'll put my teeth on the fucking porch. And I would think that if he kicked her hard enough on the porch, her teeth would just chop piece out and she'd be paid her teeth, her little baby teeth would go everywhere. (laughs) Man, it would have been like just shattered. It would just turn to dust. Dude, curb stomping in movies is fucking that one in fucking American History X. Oh, my God. That's exactly the scene I thought of. What did you think of um, Brock, his death being off screen? Yeah, that was like in such a. It was like one of those moments where you're like, you see that it's like like uh, thirty days a night, you know, where you see that big machinery that crushes shit at right. the beginning, and you're like, oh, I can't wait, because you know something's gonna happen in that motherfucker. And it was the same thing with this. You show him chopping wood at the beginning of the movie with this thing, and you're like, oh yeah, something's definitely gonna happen with right. this fucking thing. I was like, is this edited? Yeah. Like, it made no sense how they did that. You said there was some pretty decent gore in there that I didn't see on my version. So why wouldn't they make that, like, the money show? Maybe maybe something like something bad happened. They couldn't get it done. Yeah. Maybe. You never know. I don't know. That was that was a really disappointing ending for me. He's not. He's crazy. He's just meth head. He's just a meth head. Yeah. I almost felt like whatever they were going with with the drugs, like tuning into something, would have been a better story. You know, maybe they were going for something like that, and they just figured it'd be cheaper to do it like this. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They could have. There's things that they could have done. I don't know. I feel like it just was a little disappointing because of that. You know, that it mm. didn't didn't fulfill that kind of like curious side of me. Um, like, I totally get why people do twists and stuff, but I feel like it was the twist in the wrong way. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't really a twist because you kind of already got what was happening. Right. But you, I wanted him to be right. Oh, I did too. You but, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But yeah, I guess the world's just crazy sometimes. And that's what the point is. And you shouldn't give that hook away so s- soon. Like, you should play to that. I don't know. Uh <laughs> Yeah, the hook. Well, technically, the hook would mean the interesting part, which is: is he crazy? Is he not? Right. That's what I'm saying. But they they gave you the answer so soon that you were like, eh, whatever. Yeah, they're not fucking aliens. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right because when she started getting scared, that's when I knew. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, guys, what have you seen this movie? What did you think of it? If you are if you're listening now, you probably have. Otherwise, you'd probably have skipped to the next movie anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you did see this movie, what did you guys think of it? I would love to hear from you. We do have another movie that we're going to be talking about, and that is Phoenix Forgotten. I did the work on this one. Phoenix Forgotten came out in 2017. I remember it being pushed back. I don't remember why. I remember them pumping it up, man, like, holy shit, Ridley Scott's doing an alien movie. What the fuck? 
So the story is 20 years after three teenagers disappeared in the wake of mysterious lights appearing above Phoenix, Arizona, unseen footage from that night has been discovered, chronicling the final hours of their fateful expedition. This movie was directed by Justin Barber, uh, and not just directing, but he's also mostly an art department kind of guy, so he's worked on a lot of uh, sets and things like that, I would assume. Uh, but he has directed another short called Leaving Baghdad. Uh, some of the art department stuff that he's done, uh, he's also well, he's also produced a few uh, independent films. Like, no matter what, Future States, the TV series, he did like an episode, I guess, uh, and Gift of Gab short. Uh, but he also worked on films like The Gag Reel in Star Trek. He worked on uh, Funny People behind, uh, on HBO Behind the Comedy. He did the graphics in This Emotional Life, Cirque de Freak, The Vampire's Assistant, um, some of the graphics for that as well. And, uh, Women Art Revolution. He's a graphic designer for that. Um, but this movie was also written by T.S. Nolan, who has done movies like Maze Runner, which that seems to be coming up a lot again, um, constantly. Like, the Maze Runner's been in, like, our talk for a while. He's Have also you watched Maze Runner? Yeah, I've watched the first and the second one, I think. The first so, one was really good. Yeah, he also did um, Pacific Rim Uprising. Eh. He did all of the Maze Runner movies. He's also currently working on Agent 13, Ruin, and Wild Guns. So, also, this movie was written by Justin Barber as well. The cast for this movie, Florence Hartigan, she plays the sister Sophie of one of the lost kids. She was in Entrance, Bad Breakup, Rainbow Face. She was in The Purge, Ladies Night Short. And To Your Last Death, uh, she plays the voice of somebody in that movie. Also stars Luke Spencer Roberts as Josh. He's one of the kids in the movie. He's been in a few things, actually. He's uh, actually done The Good Neighbor, Hail Caesar, Fear the Walking Dead. He was in four episodes. Uh, the Package, the movie, which is that weird kids Netflix movie where they try to get a dick back to the hospital. Uh, really? Yeah. It's <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, and he was also in a movie called Above Suspicion. Also stars Chelsea Lopez who plays Ashley, the sort of love interest in this movie. Uh, she was in a few films. I Dream Too Much, Are We Not Cats, which I actually saw, and she was pretty damn good in that, I thought. Blood Heist, Jamie, which is a short, and a movie called The Chain, a.k.a. The Chain of Death. It also stars Justin Matthews, who plays Mark. He's only been in a few things. He was in a TV movie called The Interestings. Uh, two episodes of Major Crimes, this movie, also a TV series called Offset, and Paterno, a TV movie, but that's it. Hmm. Was he the redhead? No, he was the oh, best that, friend the of uh, guy, Josh, yeah. yeah. So this movie had a budget of $2.8 million. It made about 3.7 at the box office. Patrick, what did you think of this film? Was it your first time? No, but don't tell Kelly that. <laughs> Hopefully she won't listen, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I loved it the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, mm, not so much. Not not as much as the first time I watched. Okay, it. but uh, it's definitely up there with the found footage films, in my opinion. Of aliens, yeah. Okay, and this dude, and this, I cannot believe I didn't pick a better aliens movie to go with this because this is my right. bag. I love aliens. Like this is my bag. I right. love this shit. Uh, 
You done fucked up, Patrick. You I get fucked, one fuck up. Uh, yeah, I get kidding. one fuck up. <laughs> and I, I, well, I, you like this movie more than the other one. You're saying I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Although you know this, like, the practical effects they did do in that movie were great. And yeah, just yeah. Wasted. Yeah. Wasted. Like the episodes one, two, three of Star Wars, just squandered. <laughs> squandered. And we're not talking about Star Wars. Get Sorry. out. Sorry, I'm in space. Uh, it, it it was pretty good. It definitely definitely a good job making it feel like it was the nineties. Okay, like a, you know. And did you see the Phoenix Lights? No, I wasn't living here. Oh, you weren't living here. At the no, time. it was ninety two. I think March nineteenth, ninety two. Okay, wasn't it or ninety three? I can't remember. All the like newscast stuff that they did for Channel Three and stuff. I remember watching all that stuff when I was younger. Okay, like when they talked to the fucking um, the mayor, right? And they made was. fun of it. And everything. Yeah, I yeah. remember watching that. And which is funny because he did come out later and said, "No, I, I do believe it was some fucking aliens." Right. But he, you really can't say shit like that when you're in power. Right. People well, he was in it. the movie too, which is weird. Yeah, he was. That was actually him. Yeah, it was really him. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so weird. They did a good job on that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. the The special effects that they did do in this movie, which are very little, were well done. Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely anybody who's interested in this kind of topic definitely watch this movie. If you haven't seen this movie already, like, what's your problem? Well, if you don't like found footage, you might be up in the air. I personally think. Well, not so much found footage, but just if you're interested in abductions and aliens and shit like that. Yeah, you might like definitely it. Definitely should yeah. be on top of your list to watch if you haven't seen it yet. Um, is it the best one out there? No. Okay. But it is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, acting's decent. Camera work. Mm. Kind of, it kind of made me dizzy. Did it make you dizzy at all? No, but it, it seemed like it fit for the movie. Like I didn't have any issue with it. Like most of it seemed legit. Like some of it actually seemed too well shot. Like yeah, for a kid. Yeah. Well, it it seemed like even Blair Witch did a better job of filming than this <laughs> which did. is funny because those kids had no clue. Right. Like they had none. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was a, there were some moments where I felt like woozy. Where I had to like look away from the screen. Really, mm-hmm. I felt sick in Blair Witch, but not that. Yeah, but I mean, it's good. There is some decent effects in this movie. Uh, it's the pacing could have been switched around a little bit more. There, there could have been better directions they could have taken in this. But overall, it, it's it's a, it's worth a watch. Okay. What about you? What do you think about this movie? Um. Well, I have a few things to say about it. This is my second watch, at least, and I, I thought I watched it a uh, second time within the, since it came out, but I think I only watched it twice. Uh, so this was a movie I saw when it finally hit home market. I vaguely kind of remembered it being better. Yeah. Than than this time's watch. Right. You know? Right. I feel. Um, that. It's not terrible, but it sure does take a long time to get to the meat and potatoes of the intrigue. Yeah. It all sort of feels really good for a found footage film. Good acting. They did amazing research here. And believability are pretty spot on, except a few minor things. And we'll talk about those in the spoiler section. There was a couple of moments that kind of pissed me off. One part in the dark with lights. Another part with, like, we'll talk about it. But... (laughs) It's done fairly well, and I and the work they put into it really does show, I think. I'm sure most people who've seen this film probably feel like something's missing, and I don't think they'd be wrong. Uh, I think a lot of people would feel that way. They may like it, and they want to know what happens and want to see more, uh, but I do feel like a lot more people are going to be like feeling it's 
missing something. So even though it does do a good job of building and developing the characters for the most part, the sister isn't really fleshed out at all. No. Sophie. Like, I'm like, that might have been something for, like, a sequel they were thinking had the movie done well, but it didn't. So it's like, whatever, I guess. Well, it still made a profit, though, didn't it? Yeah, but not a lot. Like, they were banking on trying to make, like, $10 million yeah. minimum, you know? Like, they want to they want to quadruple their spendings. It's no, uh, what's the, the ghost one? Yeah, it's no paranormal activity. No. No, hell no. Uh, it might have something to do with, like, it taking so long for the good stuff to surface. We've seen so many found footage films these days that it really has to push it a lot you know, to get people's attention because we've seen so many. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all kind of feeling. Um, Some do good. Some are really bad, but I'm not one of those people that just shits on the found footage films. Right. Uh, I always look forward to a good one, but I can definitely admit to there being more bad than good out there. So, Uh, but Phoenix Forgotten pretty much falls somewhere in between, you know, good and bad for me. I'm not like overly happy about it. Uh, I was excited to watch it, and just kind of was like, eh, I don't know. I guess, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of movies that came out at that time that were all about, like, aliens, abductions, and and, and uh, shot on film. There's, like, quite a few that I can't even think of, like The Phoenix Incident. Then there was, like, The Phoenix Files 187 or something like that. And all three of them came out right before fucking Phoenix Forgotten. Yeah. And I watched them, and they were all terrible. Uh, one of them actually even went as far as to say that there was fucking bears in Phoenix. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I can't even watch this anymore. <laughs> and other people were like, I actually thought it was pretty good. I was like, yeah, there's no bears in Phoenix. I, it completely took me out of it. One thing I think is that very important in a found footage film is to have it believable. And if you can be believable, then then it can kind of like get you into it. But if for some reason something is janky and a little loose, I'm a little more forgiving than most people, yeah, I there's, think. There's definitely no bears out here. But we do have mountain lions. Yeah, but no fucking bears. No. They were talking about, like, bone bears or some shit. Anyway, but I don't know. The build in this movie is decent, but it could have been so much goddamn better, in my opinion. Like, I have so many ideas that would have made this movie, like, better, in my opinion. And yeah. we'll get into those in the uh, spoiler section. Uh, what I think would would have made it better. So remind me of that, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. I still appreciate it, though, for actually following the facts a bit better than most of these movies. Like I mentioned, like one that did the bear and shit like that. Like, at least they tried. The only thing that we found that was, like, kind of breaking was, like, Channel 7. We don't have a Channel 7 out here. No. But, All the Channel 3 stuff, I think, was actual Yeah, no, shit. the stuff that they mostly did. Plus, you know, you notice a sign. I was like, Dude, there's no street of that out here. <laughs> like, I know this place pretty well. All in all, though, I'd say that it, this is a pretty average film uh, when you really look at it and compare it to what i've seen so far i would give it a six i i i root for it especially because the acting is good enough to make it believable but it it really didn't take us where it needed to, to go to become a favorite for me you know like yeah it shows promise there's a carrot at the end of the stick but it just really, I don't know. There's something about it that just kind of missed. It's got a better ending than fucking The Witch, as far as I'm concerned. But <laughs> but that's not good enough for me either. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. this ending wasn't as good for me either. It's like, it's like a 5 for me. Maybe even a 4.5 for me as well. Like, at least 
the Willets. I was entertained by gore and slight comedy and funny situations. This, it's I was interested the whole time, but when I really went back and sat and thought about it, I just really can't remember anything that interesting. There was a couple of cool moments in it, you know, typical stuff that you would expect from a movie like this. Nothing that really just like swung it and knocked it out of the park. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. It could be between a 4.5 and a 5.5. But I really think that there's better films like The Fourth Kind or Altered, which is by the Blair Witch guys. Dude, that was such a good Those movies are so much infinitely better to me than that. And there's even like... Dude, you forgot about one of the the best ones that I was trying to switch to, which was Fire in the Sky. Right, but we were going to have to save that for another episode. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not even... A non-compete. And there was that other one with Will, uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, uh, but, like dude. Contact or some shit? No. I don't fucking remember what it was called. The- uh, fuck, dude, that, this, the scenes in that movie are so, like, they... Those are those are good too. Like those communion. two movies, communion. That's right. We did that. I think we did it in the past. Yeah, communion is a fucking dude. If you like aliens, right? That's watch a good that film, right? Movie. But those aren't, aren't found footage. Like no. I would say, like if you're gonna watch a found footagey feeling one, I would say go forth fourth kind more mm-hmm. than anything. Um, but yeah, you know, just wasn't worth the ride for me. And I even bought it in anticipation of watching it again. And it kind of sucks because I was like, fuck, why did we spend $12 on this? Was there any special features that made it worth it? Not really. I mean, there is, yeah, no, not so much. You would, dude, the, the, the wealth of knowledge that you would have on the, the Phoenix Lights, you think you would jam pack that into this fucking movie? They might have in the commentary, but I didn't, no, didn't watch no. the commentary. But I do have a lot of trivia. All right. So, but what did what do you think? So, like you said, how much did you give this one? I give it like a six. Really? At, okay. Out of ten. Yeah. So you think it was better than Willits? In some aspects, yes. In other aspects, okay. No. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think this one it has better acting. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I just I needed it to go somewhere. It was ultimately it was very disappointing. And the stuff that you did see it was only a glimpse right like i want like and i'll get this into the spoiler section we'll talk about that a little bit what do you want to do the trivia first and then get into that stuff because i didn't really have that many scenes and i got a lot of trivia though yeah let's hit that trivia okay well this 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 is the spoiler section for you guys so you're going to if you don't want anything spoiled probably shouldn't listen past this but you can find the timestamps always in any of our episodes now because i include them in every single one but i so this was shot in phoenix or at least some stock footage was okay because most of it was shot in california actually. yeah i noticed that when they were in a desert I yeah was like, that's not out here right i was <laughs> like god damn it <laughs> like I, why would you not shoot it out here like right. some of it was but a lot of it was like in california i think it was acton or some shit like that some of it was shot out in the white tanks Oh, uh, is it? Some of it. Like, when they show With the hieroglyphics the... and stuff, oh, that's okay. out by the white tanks. But when they're going through those crevices, that's definitely California. Some of that seemed like a fucking set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But yeah, it's that, that kind of, like, bugged me a little bit. But they also use real archival footage for the news and everything, which we already mentioned. Uh, multiple sources of that. Um, and I also thought it was cool that they had the guy from the mayor, like I mentioned before. I yeah. thought that was really cool that they actually brought him back. It kind of added some sort of validity to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to give this film some legitimacy, they also filmed the footage parts in HD, then added all the special effects in so that it was without making it look all fumbly and bad on the found footage tape. 
and then put it on VHS and wore it the fuck out huh. so that they could give it that feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's clever. Pretty interesting. And then they dumped that onto onto uh, HD. So they filmed it HD, cropped it, you know, put it, put it, it back. Tape. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that just to give it that vibe, you know, which I thought was a, a the noble. vibe was there. It, yeah, it definitely felt. Like oh, the definitely 90s. has a vibe for yeah. sure. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure by this this bit of trivia, but I vaguely remember this movie getting pushed back. I mentioned earlier um, after them hyping the shit out of it because Ridley Scott was in it, but his company did do this, but it wasn't exactly him. You know, mm. like it, well, this wasn't a movie that Ridley Scott was like, yes, let me let me fucking guide this movie into success. No, he was just like, yeah, we'll do a movie, whatever. <laughs> yeah, put my yeah. name on Everybody's it. Everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, Ridley Scott. Oh my god. <laughs> No, it's not fucking Ridley Scott, really. Um, also, they talk about in this movie about Ezekiel's wheel, which they mention numerous times. Like, I think it's like two or three times. Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, it was two times. Two or three. I'm pretty sure he might have mentioned it a third time. But some have interpreted this because it's considered to be a wheel within a wheel because you see this like thing spinning like wheels inside of wheels and everything like that. Some have actually interpreted it as Ezekiel seeing this whirlwind with fire and brightness and speaking about glowing metal and talking about four figures with wings coming out of it. And the actual passage from Ezekiel says, four through nine, by the way, I looked, I saw an immense dust storm come from the north, an immense cloud with lightning flashing from it, a huge ball of fire glowing like bronze, which it wouldn't be bronze, by the way. It would be, because bronze is not, wouldn't have been back then. It's a man-made alloy, so it would be copper. Mm. There's a lot of translation issues with the Bible, you know what I mean? And everybody has their own version, so it's always something different. Within the fire, where they looked like four creatures vibrant with life each had the form of a being a human being but each also had four faces and four wings their legs were as sturdy and straight as columns but their feet were hooved like those of a calf and sparkled from the fire like burnished bronze and copper on all four sides under the wings they had human hands all four had both faces and wings, with the wings touching one another. They turned neither one way or the other. They went straight forward. There's a lot of different translations for this. There's some that talk about a metal sphere. Um, it just depends what the, you know Bible you read from. Like, and this is old old school Bible. We're talking like Old Testament. Yeah, like Old Testament shit. I just thought it was kind of interesting concept to grab onto that as an alien ship that kind of appears there to sort of give it some sort of validity. But it is a little bit of a weird choice if you think about it. Well, dude, if you look at some of those old religious paintings, there is depictions of ships like alien. Oh, yeah, ships yeah, yeah. The- you see the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm glad that they touch base on something like that. Cause I thought it was different. I thought it was cool. Yeah, definitely cool. But a lot of people, like, I watched a bunch of videos on this because I was curious about it, and I watched this uh, rabbi guy talk about it, and he was, like, talking about how some people actually think this is more about the cycles of life and how, because, you know, learning and experience is is cyclical, so you kind of, like, I don't know how to explain that better, but more about God seeing all these different cycles in life and not anything about aliens. Some people even consider Western and Eastern influence and and like cycles of life and shit and learning and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's up in the air if it necessarily meant 
aliens or not. I'm not saying that to shit on anybody's fucking dreams, you know? Like, I, of course, believe in aliens because there's too many goddamn fucking planets that we could not, you know? It's like infinite amount of fucking places. planets, but galaxies. Right. Like, I personally just don't understand when people go, well, we haven't proven it yet, so it must not exist. Okay. It's like, come on, dude. It's like, people didn't know what air was, but we still we had a name for it. You There's know? as many galaxies as there are grains of sand in every beach on the planet Earth. Right. This that's is a, a true fact. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, more than that, even. Like, it's ridiculous. But anyway, there was a part where uh, Sister Sophie, who's doing the doc documentary, yeah gets hit up by the teacher about the camera and there's like a return address on it and i actually did a lot of research on that because i was like there's got to be more to this movie and then maybe maybe like why would they have a return address on that box with the camera you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. why why and i was like well maybe it was just a nice guy just returning the camera because he saw the address on the side of the fucking camera because the camera's all burned and fucked up and he like stuck it in a box and mailed it back which is super nice but it's not a real address so in real life, I'm saying in, in our world, perhaps they, you know, maybe they delved into that a little bit more later on in a sequel if they were going to do one, you know, I don't know. But I just thought it was cool. And then I went in to look and there was a dead end. So couldn't figure anything out. When they go to Mesa for the first time, they're using the lights on the camera and they see the light on all the hill. Like, they see the, like, light shining up from the hill in the dark. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's that? Oh, shit. Yeah, what is that? Let's go. And they turn on their lights, and they see people walking towards them with flashlights. And then the next thing you know, they're, like, looking at a camp full of people standing around trucks and shit. Yeah, it was, like, the pol- like the local sheriff's office or whatever out there with telescopes and shit. Right, but it didn't make any sense. Like, they would have saw your fucking camera. Right, they're, they like, hiding behind a, a tiny little fucking bush. bush yeah. and like, in the o- in an open field, by the way. And they've got their lights on, dude. Like, talk about breaking the fucking immersion. Like, I, that was, that drove me nuts, man. Like, and, I, and they made they make it back to their car after they finally see them. Like, no way you're making back to your fucking car, dude. Right, no with a flashlight. Yeah, they would have yeah. fucking got you. They would have called somebody when you were leaving that road. You would have been fucking picked up on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, Kelly mentioned another scene. Do you want to mention it? Oh, oh, so the girl goes to the military base to talk to one of the generals about this tape and uh, lets her walk away free after knowing exactly what's on the tape. Yeah, I was like, what? There's no fucking way the military is going to let you leak that footage whatsoever. Right, yeah, like... I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were trying to say that, like, there's so much footage out there, it doesn't matter anyway. But this is, if that was real footage, it's like, come on. Right, yeah. Like, like, that's like smoking gun shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way they'd let that get out. Yeah, and, and they wouldn't even have a meeting with her. No. They would just ignore her. Or they say there was going to be a meeting and this fucking pull your ass to a room and that's the last anybody would have heard it from you. Yeah, or something. Or like, yeah, like, if you say anything, I'll kill your family or something mm-hmm. dumb. Well, that's what we think, anyway, when we, we talk about these weird things. Unless she did go public like uh, Mr. Bob Lazar, was the only way that he could actually protect himself was to... There's a new uh, bit of legislation trying to get passed through um, about conspiracy stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, and how it's like uh, the biggest threat in America right now. See, but that's not conspiracy, not just, though. Y- well, I'm just saying it's in that vein. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's it's true or not. I'm just saying, like, conspiracy stuff, like, 
maybe a legal thing that people like how would you define what is a conspiratorial yeah, or not like butthole. you got to spend like millions to figure that out like yeah. that just seems kind of stupid right mm-hmm. like how are you going to label something and i understand why they're doing it but or while they're trying it's it's probably not even gonna pass anyway so and if it does you can like kiss goodbye some of your favorite channels you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> right yeah goodbye secure team yeah no everything is fine guys everything is fine <laughs> go back to your bomb shelters everything is fine uh, <laughs> but yeah people the, the these days they really just don't know how to like wade through all the information because there's just too much information yeah so they latch on to these weird oh it feels good kind of things oh that just sounds right no that's not how you should be dealing with certain things you know but conspiracies and stuff like i know that there's got to be aliens out there so that's not exactly well they're like you've seen some of that nasa stuff right right what do you mean like uh like some of the shots where they're showing them in the space stations and like oh and they see stuff off in the distance well not only that but like just them being like it being a stage set like they're not really in space like there's one where there's guys floating around and you can see like this dude like pulling on like a wire that's connected oh i saw that i don't believe that but i'm saying i think it just was like a perfect storm right there it could have been but it's definitely suspect is it not I I don't know if I believe that shit. Like I like that's flat Earth talk that you're talking oh, about. Dude, there. I'm, not, I'm definitely not a flat okay, Earth. Okay, yeah, like you're you're pulling the flat Earth thing right there. No, right? no, 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 no. Don't get me started <laughs> on flat Earthers because I do not believe that shit. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I mean, why? Well, what is the purpose of that? What is the greater? But I, you know, it makes for fascinating fiction. You know what I mean? Like the I always me and Christina like when we were doing the whole flat Earth thing, we were like paying attention and watching videos just out of curiosity what people were like going on about we were like what if it was true and like i mean it's definitely something interesting to tip you know dip your toe right that's what i'm saying fiction it's 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 a nice science fiction kind of thing right like what if there's this shell over top of us and we're like not really in a in a globe and and they're just like we're like have you ever seen that movie dark city yeah just like that yeah and that's what I always thought of is like, what if we're just like, you know, someone's opening a hatch up in the in the ceiling or shining a flashlight. Like and the Truman Show or something? Yeah, they're like looking at us like a fucking Petri dish, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. But that's just fun things to think about. But yeah, now we're getting into conspiracy and we're going to go to jail. <laughs> we're going to go to fucking jail now, Patrick. Um, I love that scene where the fucking sink runs up the wall. Dude. When he gets taken up out of the ceiling in that one little and place at the end. fucking real. Like the, the, that was cool. It was really cool. But they just, you know, they just turn the place on its side and then let it spill out. You think it was just something like a set that was built that right. way? Right, or they could have just had like a bunch of guys like pick it up, pick one end up, and it tilted the other way, mm-hmm. or yeah. But it definitely it was cool. It was trying to say that he was getting sucked up, yeah, by the spaceship, right? Kind of like they did in the Close Encounters, you know, movie. So where the truck goes up and stuff, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, you know, the uh, very final shot of the movie where the camera falls. Oh, that was a good scene. Yeah, you see him get sucked up. And the camera drops out of his hand, and you kind of you can see the curvature of the Earth, right, you know, falling back. Speaking of flat Earth, <laughs> yeah, are you trying to cover your tracks? You're like worried that like people are going to think you're flat Earther. I am not a flat Earther, <laughs> dude. You have to be stupid because you can obviously see the curvature. Patrick, of the Earth. why don't we fall off the edge? Why does the water fall off into the water? <laughs> <laughs> it's because there's ice around it, you dildo. <laughs> Anyway, Patrick, I don't know why you believe in flat earth theory. I don't know either. Okay. You know. <laughs> I just don't know. 
but no it, that was a really cool scene i yeah. really i did like that i thought it was cool because like and, and some of the history on that by the way for the final shot in which the camera falls from a uh, flying spaceship i they had the um the filmmakers actually attached a jvc camcorder to a small weather balloon while it was recording and then shot the balloon and no it just popped naturally and allowed the camera to fall back to the ground when the balloon popped oh to their amazement, while the camera's body was damaged and the lens shattered, the inner mechanisms actually survived the fall and it even kept recording. So that's why they let it run for the credits. Huh. Isn't that crazy? That is cool. I don't know. I thought that was really neat, you know? And I thought it was kind of, like, artfully done that, like, you know how he sets How up. it was angled and stuff? Well, like, not yeah. only that, but, like, how he sets up, like, the, when they're recording in the movie and how he sets up with the sun setting oh yeah yeah and then at the end of the movie it's the sun rising like i just thought that was kind of tastefully done it could have landed a million different ways or maybe maybe it didn't actually land that way and they made it lay that way oh with the sun coming up yeah you would think because it just fits too perfectly and maybe it was just one of those things that just happened so perfectly they were like that's awesome yeah i think it was just like the perfect thing there i don't know i thought it was cool it's just stupid little things it's not a terrible movie though guys like i'm not trying to shit on it if you like it it's just if you really sit and think about it there's really not much to talk about right like they they, i almost feel kind of tricked you know like there really isn't that much you forgot to talk about the scene where they actually show you the spaceship for a split second and we talked about it we showed the wheels that's these equals wheel yeah and they actually show you it oh i was like damn dude like they they just like i'm i'm supposed to remind you you're supposed to tell us how this movie could have been better well i think what would have been a better choice for this movie is sophie's the sister trying to find her family and stuff and i know they were trying to do something different than the new blair witch movie or something or whatever i don't know this would have been before the blair witch movie anyway the new one Mm. where he goes out to find his sister that got lost and he thinks she's still still alive which i think is an amazing fucking movie it is an amazing movie and everybody can suck a dick no i'm kidding i fucking (laughs) right on i still think it's a good movie it's a still it's a great found footage film um uh because they do some really cool stuff but besides that so let's get back to the point sophie in the movie most of the movie is her finding the tapes and reminiscing with her mom and meeting her dad and meeting the kids families right. and blah 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 cut it all out yeah because <laughs> literally you can just keep that last half an hour yeah i mean maybe have some story of them because like all the found footage that they used on those tapes or whatever they could have played all of that in succession without having to cut in all these other parts mm-hmm. and she could have just watched the tape had them get fucking taken up for 45 minutes of the movie right all of that right in there in the beginning with her sister kind of like slightly in there talking about why she's doing this and then afterwards the movie takes off with sophie and she goes follows all the fucking people follows the tracks because they showed it all in the video and she found that lost tape that nobody found and so you know what i mean like she goes and actually gets the tape goes to find out what might have happened and then she has her own experience with a better camera with a better camera and like it would have been so infinitely better to do something more i don't know how they would have ended it necessarily well it could have been like but fire maybe, in the sky where you actually get to see inside the fucking ship it could have been tragic it could have been she met them she could have gone like maybe she somebody else comes across her camera at the very end of the movie and it just continues on this cycle right like anything but the way they did it it was like 
30 minutes of good movie yes some of it you could argue could be like oh well it made me feel for the characters so by the end i was really into it it's, yeah and, which and, i get right but there was a lot of her just talking to people and as far as like how it all started like they could have just started the movie with like opening credits and just showed you all the stock footage from channel three and all that shit right and then went into the fucking movie right they could have gotten him from when he was a he was a kid he grabbed the camera he met the girl it could have started off that way not even introduced Sophie. Right. And then all of a sudden the camera goes on and it's Sophie watching it and then she's like interviewing people. She was like, you know how I got this tape? And then they show the instance with the teacher and like go through a little bit of that just for like you know, maybe they could cut it into the beginning and then do something. You know what I mean? It just would have made that movie so much better. Yep. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like now when I think about that, like that's why I say this movie's average. Because it, it didn't it shoot for the moon. They squandered. Yeah, they squandered a lot of really good ideas that could have made been made a lot better, in my opinion. Probably because Ridley Scott wasn't directly involved with this film. Yeah, I don't think he was. Yeah, no. <laughs> like he would have had like some amazing sets or something yeah. like that if it was. He was just like, which it, it's kind of weird. To he be... just signed off on it. He was right. like, "Oh, we're doing an alien movie, huh? Well, was, is this one about? Uh, yeah, whatever, just do it." Because if you ever seen any, any documentary, any kind of interviews with Wrigley Scott, he is a hands-on director. Right. He does like to do his sets and everything, but he has his own production team, and they do so they do projects for him to make money too. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's pretty much what it is. So, but yeah, I don't know. I what do you guys think? Do you think that would have made a better movie than this? Like, do you agree? Do you not agree? What do you think? Why do you think this movie deserves a little bit more credit than I might be giving it or Patrick might be giving it? It just sucks because there'll be another no one's going to make another movie about the Phoenix Lights with such a squandered idea. Well, there's like so many now, like Phoenix Incident, Phoenix Files, like 187, whatever the fuck it was. I can't can't even remember. I remember that movie and it was like Phoenix Files and they couldn't call it Phoenix Files so they had to add a number to the end mm. and it like whoever did their intro <laughs> with the fucking thing they had to like put it on there and it was, it was like moving slightly <laughs> so it was like really noticeable like they like were like oh put some wide out on it <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. But both of those were kind of terrible, in my opinion. I always thought Phoenix Forgotten was the better one of those three. Yeah. But yeah, Fourth Kind is still the best alien movie, and it sucks. Like you said, we're in Arizona. That could have been so much better. And maybe that's why I'm a little bit more particular, because I live here, and it's like... Man, you could have made if you could have made me believe that this would have happened here, or been a, I don't know. Like, Anybody from Arizona is going to realize that those those scenes that we were talking about were not shot here. Yeah, I think it would have been cool, like you said, with a newer camera. Everything's like nicer. Mm-hmm. They got like a little bit, you know. It's pretty cool. I like the whole VHS thing, the whole camcorder JVC. Like I said, they set the mood, they set the tone perfectly. Yeah, like I even when we play we play some of these old fucking like throwback games that like are really cheap ps1 game style like graphics but like they do that vhs effect on it and it just kind of adds to it a little Mm -hmm. bit but you could have had a little bit of both in my opinion so but uh what's that it was i'm just squandered squandered. (laughs) you squandered it (laughs) next week guys we're going to be watching scary stories to tell in the dark 
which I even bought the books to read up on it. So I'm going to be reading that this whole week. They're pretty quick reads. You've seen the trailers, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I just tried to stop watching them anymore because I felt like it already ruined more than I need. Well, they've definitely ruined the spider thing for me. Right. I, I was hoping for that to be so much better than it was. I think they ruined a lot for a lot of people, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see if it pans out. Is it going to be a darker Goosebumps, or what is it going to be? You know, because they they kind of treat it like this book. You know, this book, this book of Mrs. Whatever, you know, who wrote these stories, and they kind of spun it like the Goosebumps movie, Mm. where they find the lost book in the wall. Right. You know, like in the second one, I think it was the second one they did that. I don't know. Kind Kind of reminded me of that. Anyway. But yeah, guys, so I hope you're looking forward to that. Don't forget to tune in because it is our three-year anniversary as well. So uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you've listened to the end, what's the code word for this week? You want to do code word? Squandered. Squandered? <laughs> Squandered. All right. Squander's the code word. So you can shout out in the comments and let us know you actually listened this far because you're a fucking god among humans. <laughs> it's a gentler time now. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by. And as always, long live the void. You have been listening to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Tour.